Thank you, strings, bells, organ, all of you, Church of the Warm Heart, good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Cantata Sunday. My name is Michael Beneshek. I'm one of your warm heart pastors. It's a joy to have you with us in worship this morning. If you are joining us online, wherever you may be, hello and welcome to all of you as well. Just a few announcements to share. There's a lot of stuff going on in today's service. And if if you're a regular comer, if you're a member, uh, today's service will be a little different. Can I hear a gasp? I know, right? But to fit all the music in, some things are moving, some things are changing. Uh, So you'll notice there's no meet and greet. You'll have to do that at the coffee hour uh, right afterwards. That's right through these doors, through through the alley in the other building. Uh, We hope that you join us for coffee hour there. Uh, The offertory. We will have one, <laughs> but it's, it's, if you look in the bulletin, it's kind of in the middle of the cantata. There, there will not be a time where I stand up and say, thank you for the offering and thank you. And these are the ministries that it supports. Uh, we don't want to interrupt the music, but the plates will come on down. So just, just be ready that, oh, the, it's, it's offertory time. Uh, just, to, just to help you out right there. Um, let's see. Hey, uh, when, when my kids were small, they went to elementary school, and at their, at their concerts, uh, we're all out there in the stands, and the kids are on stage, and the, uh, the choir director would, would, would ask all the parents to wave at the kids, so the kids knew where, where they were sitting, which was silly because everyone in the stands was waving, because oh, it's all parents. Some of you might be here because you know or are related to one of the people in our cantata. So just real fast, if you're related or if you're here because of one of them, could you just wave at them so they know where you're at? Yeah, there they are. Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. This Wednesday, uh, we're having a special service at 6.30 called A Blue Christmas. Uh, for many, Christmas is a time of joy and a time of celebration. For some, it might be a time of remembering those that we have lost or just, just the sadness of the darkness of the day. Uh, we're having a blue Christmas where we acknowledge those feelings and have, have a word of hope at the end. So if you find yourself or if you know of someone who's just, just kind of down in the dumps this kind of season, uh, come to the service and we'll, we'll, we'll acknowledge that, we'll give credence to that, and we'll find the God somewhere mixed in uh, with, with some of the sadness that we, that we sometimes face. A week from today, Christmas Eve, we have service, one service in the morning at 10 o'clock. So if you're here at 9.30, you could help us set up. <laughs> I'll tell the later service, if they show up uh, at 11.30, they can help clean up the, uh, the mess that we make. Uh, but uh, that night we have services. I'm just curious. Uh, I'm not going to hold you to this, but I'm just curious on numbers. Who might, be, who might be coming to the 5 o'clock service? Who might be coming to the 7 o'clock service? Who might be coming to the 9 o'clock service? We don't have a 9 o'clock service. Who might be coming to the 11 o'clock service? All right, we'll have the appropriate number of chairs. We're, we're excited, 5, uh, 7, and 11. If you're joining us online, the 5 o'clock and the 7 o'clock will be streamed. So you could watch online there. Uh, there's, there's a lot of music we're going we're gonna to have today. We're, we're blessed. But I know they're going to be asking you to sing as well. Uh, some of the songs we might be standing for, some of the songs you might be sitting for. So just kind of follow their lead. And uh, if you're asked to stand, stand. If you're asked to sit, sit. Uh, but just to warm you up, can you give me your lowest note? Let me hear your lowest note. Let me hear your highest note. <laughs> got to clench, got to clench a little to get that. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we're ready for the cantata. But uh, one of the one of the joys that we have during the Christmas season is the lighting of the Advent candles. And I invite the Paz family, wherever they may be. Of course, they're in the back. Come on down, and Pastor Jen to come on up. While they're coming up, Christmas Eve, our, our bulletins will be a little different. We're looking for artwork. If you'd like to uh, help decorate and uh, get our Christmas Eve bulletins all festive up, uh, draw a picture, do a painting, do something. And we'd love to get it in uh, for, for our bulletin. We'll need that by Thursday. We come today as people who are also surrounded by suffering and grief. And yet the Spirit hovers among us. 
tending, and anointing. Inspiring freedom where there is captivity, declaring blessing in places the world has cursed, and ignited fierce joy where mourning and heartache prevail. When God's people were surrounded by hardship, suffering, and grief, the prophet Isaiah proclaimed, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and release to the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, and the day of vengeance of our Lord God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. And as a congregation, we wait as people We light these candles as signs of our shocking hope, just peace and fierce joy. May our lives shine with the fierce, tenacious joy of the light who lives in our hearts as we wait and work for the coming of God's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. Amen. And let us sing as a congregation. This is your time in worship before the nursery or Sunday school. Somehow we got to get around. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yep. <laughs> Have a seat. What is that? What do you think this is? It's a guitar. That's right. Come on down. I love to sing. Do you love to sing? That's what this whole service is going to be for us today. You don't like to sing? Oh, maybe you just don't know the right songs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We do a lot of singing in church. And I had some people say the only time they ever sing is in church. There's, there's, a, there's a part of our, of our church service that, that's the spoken word. Sometimes we read the Bible, but a lot of times we sing. It's always in there, singing, singing, singing. And uh, the neat thing about church songs, Christmas songs especially, they're songs that we all know no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are. Because there's some songs out there that my kids know that I have no idea what they are. And there's some songs that they might know that you've never heard before. I'm just going to try this out. Uh, if you know, if finish, finish it if you know it. Let's see. So I took my horse on the... Yeah, three people. Old Town Road. Number one song for... for beat the record for, for the longest on number one. Let's see. Um, oh, my darling. Oh, my darling. See, you know that. None of these kids know it. You're not old? (laughs) That's right there. Some of those people knew Clementine personally, yes. That's right. Yeah, I know. And there's, let's see, there's some songs that that have just permeated the culture and we know them. I'm going to totally break copyright law here. Country Road. Take me home. 
got to clean that up for YouTube so we don't get blocked. But, <laughs> but y'all, but they all know it. And many of you knew it. And the neat thing about Christmas songs is no matter who you are, no matter what religion you believe, you, you know Christmas songs. So you could even finish this. Silent night. They know it, right? I know. Let's try another one. Uh, uh, let me get the right key. Away in a manger. See, you guys know it. It's awesome. And you want to keep on singing. Trust me, you'll get to sing in a moment. I know. You did that at your school? Yeah, no crying he makes. I want Jesus to teach my kids how to do that game. Yeah. You know Frosty the Snowman? Nobody, know the, no, nobody knows the end words. Uh, it gets a little weird. Uh, but the neat thing about Christmas, you know, we get the story, we get the sermons, we get the togetherness, but we all know the songs. And so we all were a community of faith brought together by songs. Can you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we give thanks for these little ones that as they grow in godliness, we just pray that they find blessings and songs that touch the heart, that remind us who we are and whose we are. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Country roads, take me home, Sunday school or nursery, or hang out and listen to the songs.
Heavenly Father, in this Christmas season of joy, let us, let us hear once more the message of the angels. And in heart and mind, go to Bethlehem and see this, the Son of God lying in a manger. But Lord, we also pray for the needs of the whole world, for peace and justice on earth, for the unity and mission of the church for which he died. Lord, this season we, we remember in Christ's name the poor and the helpless, the cold, the hungry, the oppressed, those who are sick and those who mourn, the lonely and the unloved, the aged and the, and the little children, as well as all those who do not know about the, about the love of Jesus Christ. And now to sum up all our petitions in our hearts this morning. We pray in the words which Christ has taught us by saying these words together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And give us not First lesson, Genesis chapter 3, verses 8 through 15. Adam and Eve rebel against God. When evening came, they heard the Lord God walking in the garden. (laughs) They went to a secluded place among the trees of the garden to hide from God. Then God called to Adam, Where are you? And Adam answered, I heard your voice in the garden. Because I was naked, I was afraid and tried to hide. God asked, Who told you that you were naked? Did you eat the fruit from the tree that I told you not to eat? Adam answered, The woman you gave to be with me offered me the fruit of the tree and I ate it. God spoke to the woman. Why did you do this? She replied, The snake tricked me into eating it. God said to the snake, You will be punished for this. You alone among all the animals will bear this curse. On your belly you will crawl, and you will eat dust as long as you live. From now on you will strike fear in the hearts of the people of all generations. When you attack their heel, they will crush your head. Thanks be to God.
Genesis chapter 22, verses 15 through 18. God promises to faithful Abraham that his descendants will be a blessing to all the nations of the earth. The angel of the Lord called from heaven to Abraham a second time. I will make a vow with you. Yes, by my own name, that I will richly bless you. Because you have done this, And have not withheld your son, your only son. I promise that I will give you as many descendants as there are stars in the sky. Or grains of sand along the seashore. Your descendants will rule over their enemies. Because you have obeyed my voice, your descendants will be a blessing to all the nations of the earth. Thanks be to God. Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2, 6, and 7. 
Christ's birth and rule of peace and justice are foretold by Isaiah. The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. Once they lived in a land of deep darkness, now light is shining on them. For to us a child is born, a son is given. He will rule with authority. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His power will increase, and the throne of David and his kingdom will have endless peace. Justice and righteousness will be his authority from this time onward and forevermore. Thanks be to God. Isaiah chapter 11, verses 1 through 4 and 6 through 9. The peace that Christ will, for, will bring is foreshown. There shall grow a shoot from the tree of Jesse, and a branch shall spring from his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, a spirit of wisdom and understanding, a spirit of counsel and might, a spirit of knowledge and reverence for the Lord, He will not judge by what he sees or decide by what he hears. He will tend the poor with justice and defend the rights of the helpless. The wolf and the lamb will live together in peace. The leopard and kid will rest together. The calf and the young lions will feed together. And a little child will take care of them. Cows and bears will eat together. Their young ones will live in peace The lion shall eat straw like cattle. Even a baby will not be harmed if it plays near the hole of a snake. There shall be nothing harmful or evil on God's holy mountain. The earth shall be as full of the knowledge of the Lord, the earth as waters that cover the sea. Thanks be to God.
Luke chapter 1, 26 through 35 and 38. The angel Gabriel announces to Mary that she will be the mother of Jesus. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth. The angel appeared to Mary, a virgin who was engaged to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. Greetings, most favored one, said the angel. The Lord is with you. But she was deeply troubled by what the angel said and wondered what this greeting might mean. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for God has been gracious to you. You shall conceive and bear a son, and you shall give him the name Jesus. He will be great. He will bear the title Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will be king over Israel forever. His reign shall have no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be? I'm a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And for that reason, the holy child to be born will be called Son of God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. As you have spoken, so be it. Then the angel left her. Thanks be to God. Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18 through 23. St. Matthew tells of the birth of Jesus. This is how the birth of Jesus took place. Mary, his mother, was engaged to Joseph. Before their marriage, she was to have a baby by the Holy Spirit. Joseph, being a man of principle and at the same time not wanting to disgrace Mary, desired to have the marriage contract set aside quietly. But just when he resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said,
All this happened in order to fulfill what the Lord declared through the prophet. A Thanks be to God. Chapter 2, verses 8 through 16. The shepherds go to Bethlehem. There were some shepherds in that part of the country, keeping watch through the night over their flocks, when suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone over them. They were terrified, but the angel said, there was with the angel a great host of heavenly angels singing praises to God. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, So they ran and found their way to Mary and Joseph. As was told them, the baby was lying in a manger. Thanks be to God.
Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. The wise men are led by the star to Jesus. Jesus was born at Bethlehem in Judea during the reign of Herod. Wise men came from the east to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who is born to be king of the Jews? We have seen the rising of his star, and we have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly perturbed, and so was all Jerusalem. He called a meeting of the chief priests and lawyers of the people and put this question before them. Where is the Messiah to be born? They answered, In Bethlehem of Judea, and by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a leader to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the wise men to meet him in private and learn from them the exact time when the star appeared. Go and search carefully for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and worship him. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there, ahead of them, went the star that they had seen at its rising. It stopped over the place where the child lay. At the sight of the star, they were overjoyed. Entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned home another way. Thanks be to God. Oh, 
John chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. John unfolds the great mystery of the Incarnation. When all things began, the Word was there already. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. Nothing was created without the Word. The Word gave life, the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness. And to this day, the darkness has not extinguished it. For the light to be known, to be made known, God sent a messenger, a man named John. John was not the light. He came to witness to the light, the true light that comes to the world to shine on all people. The word was in the world. Though the world owed its every existence to the word, the world did not recognize the word. However, those who heard and believed received power to become children of God, not children born in human sense of man and woman, flesh and blood, but rather born as true children of God. So the word became flesh and lived among us. Through the glory of God, full all of grace and truth. Thanks be to God.
just give a prayer benediction and kick you all out of here. But we're not going to do that because I want Debbie to come on up here. Could you please say thank you to our choir? And if you like the strings, stick around for the postlude. They'll be doing green sleeves for us today. One last plug before the benediction. Uh, Christmas Eve again, uh, what what times are they? They're at 5, 7, and 11. We sent out uh, hundreds of postcards to some neighborhoods this year, uh, sharing that we have uh, candlelight services. We have a couple hundred of these left. If... (laughs) If you would like to... They're they're kind of around the buildings. Uh, If you see one... Pick, pick one up, pick a couple up, and you can mail them to family, friends. If you live in a place that has a whole bunch of people, feel free and take a few and just pass them around. Uh, get them out to the community. We would appreciate that to spread this Christmas joy. May Christ, the incarnate one, fill you with inward peace and love and the blessing of God Almighty, the Son and the Holy Spirit, be upon you and remain with you always. And the family of God said... Amen.